Hello, you're listening to All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of All Bases Covered, the final episode before Christmas and potentially the new year. Yeah, I don't, well, we haven't really decided when we're going to catch up again in the new year. We're taking a Christmas break just like everyone else. Yes. There's plenty for everybody to catch up on. Literally 25 episodes for you to catch up on if you've missed out on any. Yeah, one, I was going to say one every day. You Almost. can do an advent calendar of Christmas. Uh, of, of podcasting. Of all bases covered. Mm. How lovely. Well, welcome to everybody. Thank you so much to everyone. I know there are people in this little group of people listening right now who have listened to literally every episode of us. That's crazy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've wasted 25 hours of your life a whole oh day. Oh, God. I reckon it would be that much. It would be more, yeah. Yep. Wow. It's just, oh, we haven't even talked about the fact that Lauren isn't here. Yes. Lauren's not here. Surprise. Um, also, we just spent over an hour trying to take a photo of <laughs> ourselves. Ourselves. And it's drained all of my energy, so sorry if we're a bit flat, but we just, it was hard. No one has struggled ever as much as we just did to take a photo of ourselves. Yeah. One, not even nice, just one... <laughs> Not appalling. Yeah, postable to the internet without crying. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa's poor boyfriend, Brenton, was our photographer for literally an hour. He sucked. Yeah, he sucked. He sucked, but also we sucked. He was like, less elbows, less camel toe. (laughs) (laughs) Fix yourselves. (laughs) In other exciting news, we have merch. Only for ourselves. Sorry, everybody else. (laughs) Not a huge announcement. Because I'm a Christmas elf, I organised some jumpers and... Christmas t-shirts for All Bases Covered. They're really cute. They're so good. We look just wonderful. Mm. (laughs) I should actually recommend, I got them done at the print bar. I think they're based in Brisbane. If you need anything personalised or like logos put on stuff, they're so good. They use, that you can get American apparel um, items. You can do AS Colour and there's a couple of other brands of clothing so you can choose the stuff. And the printing's not the printing weird is and thick. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like even though we like Lisa got printed the giant Instagram tile that we had of us wearing our Santa hats, which you'll see on our feed. Um, and I expected because I did that in Photoshop and I'm not a graphic designer mm. that that might come out pixelated, but not at all. No. Also, it's not on one of those weird shiny sheets that mm-hmm. they stick on top of a t shirt. Yes. And then like, give it an awkward crinkle. It's almost like it was the t shirt, the teacher, the t shirt was. The t shirt. <laughs> it's almost like the t shirt was made. With our stuff on it, which is amazing, <laughs> which, which it, is was. it was. But it wasn't, no, because it's been printed on there. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like it was... Ingrained into yes. the fibres. Whatever that it is. born with it. We know nothing about fashion textiles, no. obviously. Wow. Um, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, forgot where I was going with that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, uh, no, don't know. <laughs> Lauren, where are you? Hey, boss, Lauren. <laughs> Let's move into... Beauty news. What we're going to talk about. Oh, we haven't been doing that, have we? No. I'm Alex. That's Lisa. (laughs) So many things that we're supposed to be doing to To make us good podcast structure. Podcasters, Um, not podcasts. This is our most undone one yet. We're just leaving it. I'm not editing any of this shit out. Um, this week was a weird one for me. Why? It was just a bit of shit Oh, yeah. Lisa's lost sensation in the bottom half of her face. Yeah, that. Also... (laughs) Had some sad things happen to my friends. Also got a new foster dog, which is awesome. He's the best, but really sad situation, which I got him in. I've just had 
I feel fine, but I've had everyone around me so sad. You've been the emotional rock for everybody else in your life this week, including your new dog, Henry. Mm, I love Henry. Also, yeah, I've lost feeling in my face and I've got nerve pain in my face from just an old shingles infection. But for the first time in my life, this is not related and I don't know why I'm talking about it, but I'm starting now. What? I was at the GP literally like foaming at the mouth like rocking back and forth I'd been so sick because I'd, I was already sick with the pain situation that I'm talking about and the day previous I'd taken some pain relief to stop my ear pain nerve pain whatever thought it was a toothache didn't know what it was so then I was in there all sick and the pain relief had made me sick so I'd been spewing so I was like trying to hold in the spews so then what happens the only time this has ever happened in my life someone walks into the GP and starts projectiling into a sick bag, which that's never happened to me before. And also, I am known for my strong stomach and being able to deal with people, like, vomiting on me, near me, whatever. I made eye contact with the guy sitting across from me, (laughs) and then all of this saliva came in my mouth, and then I had to run out, and it was like a chain reaction. (laughs) And this GP was, like, overbooked. It was, like, overhot. There was... Everyone was late for their appointments. And it was like the scene from The Office where they... Where (laughs) Dwight... No... Creed's eating a boiled egg and they all just start <laughs> spewing. It was literally that. And then I was thinking of that laughing, being like, this is like the scene in the office. But then I was like, oh, God, I feel so sick. <laughs> I love that you had to run outside too because then, so then you had to do the awkward like return back in after yes. the projectile vomiting in a bush or yeah. whatever. Yeah, mm. or just on the neck, just trip. Oh, <laughs> I had a sick bag, so it was fine. You would have looked real hungover yeah. to anyone driving past. Yeah. Anyway, that was my week. Least, that actually yeah. summarises my week really well. It does. A chain reaction of Vomskis. Mm, I don't remember what I did this week. I don't think I did anything. No. I feel like because I listened to our episode on Monday, and now it's Tuesday, oh, yeah. that it's only been a day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> For some weird did, reason. Yeah. I'm like, I moved into Mornington yesterday, and I'm like, no, I didn't. That's fun. That's really fun. No, it's well, not. Oh, it's my birthday on by the time this goes up, which is fun. That is fun. Lisa and Lauren bought me a present. Thanks, Lauren. Yay. Thanks, Lisa. Yay. It's fun. It's for flat lays. You guys will see it. Yeah. <laughs> Some homewares from Norsu. Norsu's a favourite. We love Norsu. We do. What are we going to talk about this ep? This ep, we have beauty news to get through. Um, we have a, rather than, well, we, do we do have a look, well, we have a couple of things because we shouted out on our Insta story of, is there anything that you desperately need us to answer before we go on break? So a couple of people messaged us. We also wanted to do our product fave of the week, but also turn it into a product fave of the year. Mm-hmm. Wrap up this year very nicely with a little red bow. Um, oh, what a beautiful visual. <laughs> and we also want to talk about our goals for the next year or maybe things that we want to try next year. Yes. Um, we've got our product trial of the week and snack of the week. And that's it. Uh, that's the tea on that. Kicking us off, let's talk about the fact that Estee Lalonde got a puppy this week. <laughs> oh, I really, I think surely the people that don't like dogs have fallen off from the podcast listening, so it's okay that we talk about them constantly. I would hope so. Also, we're getting the dog bit out of the way to start oh, with. Yeah, true. Lots of dogs in the beginning. Oh my goodness. So Estee Lalonde, for all of you who don't know, was originally Essie Button. She's we've oh, talked about her before. Back. She yeah. was Canadian. Now she lives in the UK in London. She had a beautiful greyhound called Reggie, mm-hmm. who she had with her boyfriend Aslan. Mm-hmm. Aslan? Mm-hmm. Like Lionel Auslan? Aslan? No, <laughs> <laughs> I know Auslan. <laughs> Thank you. You guys can't see me using Auslan. Um, Aslan. Like Lionel Witch in the Wardrobe. Thank you, yes. Um, 
So they had Reggie, and Reggie sadly passed away, and he was obviously a rescue greyhound. Obviously. We haven't mentioned that, so not obviously. Why would you buy a greyhound? Oh, I guess people do. Oh, but you didn't say he was a greyhound. Yeah, he is a rescue greyhound. I actually had that thought today when I saw a greyhound. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so tangential. (laughs) How can I make everything about me? Do it. I had that thought today. I saw someone walking a greyhound, and I was like, it's nice to see a rescue greyhound. And then I was like, wait, do they breed greyhounds? I assume that, that aren't people for do. racing well, or for people, rescuing. People buy baby greyhounds. Do they? Italian greyhounds. Yeah, but they're different. Yeah. They blow over in the wind. I don't know how I feel about them. I literally saw one like almost get blown over in the wind this week crossing Turak Road. That's why like... you don't know what you think about them. I've seen one get picked up by the wind before and I just don't know how I feel. You literally couldn't cross the road because it was like doing little sideways steps with its tiny little toothpick legs. Anyway, but they're very different to a regular greyhound. Mm. And like whippets I know people get, but I don't know. I'm sure that... Any experts out there? Tell us about greyhound breeders. Can you buy an elite like greyhound breeder that's not bred for racing, that's bred for like being a dozy pet? Sounds stupid. Why would you? I don't know. Anyway, so Estelle Lalonde's dog (laughs) Reggie died recently and she got a puppy this week. She's rescued it from a... From the same place she got Reggie from, I believe. Mm. Maybe not? I don't think so, because I think she went to a Greyhound rehabilitation place last time. I think uh, I watched the vlog on it. I started listening ago. to the podcast about uh, that she did about letting Reggie go, and like oh. it was with the place that she's just adopted the new puppy from. Yeah. I got five minutes in, and I was already sitting in the car crying. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. Oh, it was just the most devastatingly sad podcast episode I've ever listened to in my life. I had to stop. Anyway, the puppy's oh. called Effie. She's really effing cute. Which works Effie. perfectly. Effie. And Effie's awesome because she's a Greek um, street dog. And Effie's such a cute Greek name. And oh, Greek street dogs are so cute. They look like golden retrievers. Yeah, like a golden like, retriever mixed with like a spanador, mixed with like a, a yellow, glorious... Short-haired... Saluki. I something. don't even know. Yeah, They're really cute. We've got like a long snoot. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really excited to watch Effie and see her grow. And like, I'm actually really interested to see, this is just not about beauty at all. It's all right. No one's listening. It's a whole long time. <laughs> Everyone's drunk. I'm really interested to see how Esselon goes raising a puppy because I don't know the she temperament of a Greek street dog either. No. Like, I know that a greyhound, obviously she got Reggie and Reggie was always very chill. He's a greyhound. Yeah, but she did mention that she used to go home and walk him all the time. So, but I don't think she was a dog person before this. I'm just very intrigued to see how a person that hasn't had a puppy raises a puppy. Me too. Because meanwhile, freaking Jamie Genevieve with Juno, oh, killing it as a puppy mum. She's the best dog mum ever. She is. She's perfect. Yeah. Love her. Yeah, even like watching her most recent vlog when she, like Juno was starting to annoy Drogba and she was like, oi, and just like, and I was like, you're the best dog mum ever. She's so good at picking up on dog body language. Anyway, dog crazy freak. Oh, freak. Yeah, we're Let's freaks. Stop. Lauren! Lauren! <laughs> no, if Lauren was here, this dog conversation would have gone on for another True. 20 minutes. She'd be crying. Yeah. Um, the top beauty YouTube videos of this year were Ooh, announced today. Fun. Would oh, you goodness. like to hazard a guess as to who was number one? Okay, I think I just saw his face, so ah. but, but I would have thought that it was um, by Sister from Tati. Ooh. Isn't that what it was called? Yes, it was, and you are wrong. No. It's... There's a first time for everything. It's James Charles, but... And I thought it would be his drama mm-hmm. situation with Tati mm-hmm. as well, because I just assumed that that would yeah. be skyrocketing on the charts. It's actually the most liked video, not the most viewed video, ah. which I think is why that's happened. Um, but it's his makeup tutorial in Spanish. 
for his Spanish followers. Does he speak Spanish? Um, let's. I just... guess I don't know why I'm shocked by that. James Charles a key and bienvenidos on my canal de YouTube. Después de mi video, I bought a fake James Charles palette. Muchos de ustedes notaron que. God, he's even quick in Spanish. That's coming from me, this world's second quickest speaker. Yeah, so I actually don't find him quick to listen to, but I think I'm also a fast talker, which is maybe <laughs> He's why. He's incredibly fast. Um, so yeah, he got 1.6 million likes on his um, video in Spanish that put him at the top liked beauty video in 2019. That's fun. Followed by The Beautiful World of Jeffree Star with Shane Dawson. Wow, him speaking Spanish beat that? Yeah, wow. isn't that impressive? Followed by Kylie Jenner, Day in the Life. Rise and shine. Rise and shine, obviously. But, like, that's, I mean, and this has only been out for, what, a month? Yeah. So that's done wow, very true. well. But also, it's Kylie Jenner. True. And she's got 6.74 million subscribers, and the video got 34 million views. Interesting. Then, Kylie Skin Review with Shane Dawson. So, really, there's some top key players in this yeah. situation. More drama. Jeffree Star's Peppermint Frost. So, from what I understand, Jeffree Star launched some limited edition sets in time for Christmas. There were three packs. There was a mini mystery box that had three items. There was a premium mystery box that had five items and a deluxe mystery box that has eight items. Mm-hmm. And the deluxe mystery box, he said, has one limited edition item that once it's gone will never be released again. Yep. It was the Peppermint Frost palette, which is a highlighting palette. Anyway, it sold out, and now people are selling this Peppermint Frost palette on eBay for upwards of $150, $180, and this is US. Oh, so, like, a couple hundred bucks for palette. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Sometimes my ideas of prices are very more... They're like your yeah. ideas of spatial awareness. You're just like, either <laughs> way great. too big or way too small. Yeah. Anyway, so because these palettes are selling for so much on eBay, Jeffrey took to his Insta stories and um, posted the some swatches of the palette and just said, do you guys want me to re-release it on its own? He said, so many of you want it. I'm seeing the prices that you're going for on eBay, which is absolutely insane. Should I just release it again? Mm-hmm. And his fans are fucking lost the plot over it because they're all saying that it, it's exclusive and it's written as exclusive and it should always be exclusive and that's the end of that. What I do half you see their point. Like, I do see their point, but I think he could bring out the same shades that everyone wants in, like, a different packaging or something. Yeah, like singles, maybe. Or... Yeah. So, like, I don't think he should release the exact same thing, but, like, I wouldn't be giving him death threats over I also it. think, like, it's very Christmassy, this palette. It's red. It's called Peppermint Frost. All the names inside it are very Christmassy. It's not going to be released again until March because he said it will take that long for them to reproduce it. Yeah. So why the... Why the fuck would you want to buy this in March? I guess you can't tell that it's Christmassy when it's on your face. Yeah, I guess. But, like, I wouldn't use it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I get where people are coming from, but I think that the uproar is redonk. Mm. Anyway, he said he got death threats about it, which is just an absolute joke. People need to stop delivering death threats to other people. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I see the point. It's the principle. Mm. But, like... Get back in your box. Get back in your mystery box. (laughs) (laughs) What's next? Zing. Um, Pantone colour of the year. Boring AF. It's called Classic Blue. I can't stop yawning when I look at it. Oh my god, it's so boring. It's just blue. It's like, it's Facebook blue. It's everything blue. Messenger, bubble blue. like Microsoft blue. Anyway, it's so boring. And also, the fact that every eyeshadow palette 
tends to have one random blue shade in it anyway. Yeah. Is that just going to happen more? Because I can't live in a world where that happens. Lauren will be happy. It's her favourite colour to wear on her eyes, that classic blue colour. Yeah. Also, every other, every person over the age of 65 who wants to oh get their God, eyeshadow true. done. <laughs> oh, that might be good, actually. Um. So, yeah, anyway, that's the most boring announcement of the bloody year. Oh, my sister didn't know what a Pantone was when oh, I told her what the Pantone colour of the year is. Pantones are a swatch, essentially, an online swatch that graphic designers use to... Um, like delineate colours. Standardised colour. I think like so. A, I don't know. Because of the way that the Pantones are, I believe that you can trademark a Pantone, but you can't trademark um, like hex codes and things like that. So Cadbury, for uh, instance, have Cadbury Purple as like a trademark colour that no other brand can use. I thought they tried to do that and then it didn't work. No, they definitely... Oh, I don't know. When I worked with a graphic designer in the past, they were like, you can't have that colour, that's Cadbury's colour. And I was like, oh. oh. So I don't know. There you go. Um, so, yeah, Pantone Colour of the Year 2020 is blue. 2019 was Living Coral. Okay, I didn't pay attention to it. Oh. 18 was Ultraviolet. Okay, I didn't pay... 17 was Greenery. When the fuck was this? This is not That's true. Wrong. Oh, Marsala was 2015. Moving yeah. on from this shithole. <laughs> this is a shithole. This is our final piece of beauty news that I have to bless all of your ears with for the year. So, Shiseido this week has purchased a factory in Japan. So, it's in Otawara. Pod trip to Okawara. <laughs> it's north of Tokyo, and apparently they've built their first domestic factory in 36 years so that they can capitalize on J-Beauty, mm-hmm. a.k.a. made in Japan, a.k.a. Japanese cosmetic exports have quadrupled since 2013, and they're trying to cash in on that. Apparently, J-Beauty is also benefiting on an explosion of inbound tourism for the 2020 Olympics next year. Which is interesting because... What? Having something made in Japan. Mm. What? Also, apparently Shiseido is planning to open two more factories in Japan before 2022. So it's going to be the biggest investment that the company has made in a, in its whole 150 years of living. Isn't that crazy? Mm. They're really capitalising on this whole Japan thing. Anyway. Crazy, crazy. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> that was a really bad way to end beauty news. <laughs> Oh, we suck without Lauren. Yeah, she really does play a key role in this, doesn't she? <coughs> She'd have these cool insights like, oh, yeah, and actually, if you do hear something, something about laws... And, and the laws in Japan are different, so the products can be made with... Yeah. And actually, the trends say that this, 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 and this. Thank you, Lauren. That was so insightful. Do you know what? What? Should um. we call her? Oh, it sounds really good. What are your thoughts on <laughs> Shiseido buying a factory to be making products that say made in Japan? Um, where is the factory? It's just above Tokyo. They've bought one and they're planning to buy they're planning to buy they're planning to buy two more factories before twenty twenty two. And apparently it's their biggest investment in their whole hundred and fifty years of living. And apparently it's got something to do with the Olympics too. Mm. I don't know what it would have to do with the Olympics, but I know that they can't keep up with production. Ah. Hey, see, we knew she'd have something to say. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, like, they can't produce enough stock to fill anything. Like, stock is a huge, huge, huge issue for them. They can't meet demand. Apparently, it's them trying to compete with the whole K-beauty trend as well. Apparently, J-beauty is going to be the next big thing. What are your thoughts on that? J-Beauty already is kind of the next big thing. Like, all of the innovation is coming out of Japan. Like, Korea is over. 
Okay, so I was going to say this and then I thought it was just me being a bit dumb, but I know that in the beauty world at the moment there's a bit of a thing like made in Korea, oh, like that's good, like that's good quality, like people trust made in Korea versus made in China. Mm. Is now made in Japan that kind of, it's got that good rep? Yeah, absolutely. All of the innovation is coming out of Japan. Cool. There we go. All right, you get back to hustling. Thanks for your input. (laughs) Thanks, bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for that, Lauren. She's spoken. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our liqueurs. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Cool. So Freya Leithman would like to know if we've used the Dyson Airwrap and also what our makeup brush recommendations are. We can interview our friend who just bought one. Let's interview Liv on Thursday for you. She's just bought one for her birthday on the 10th. I don't think that she washes her hair more than once a month because it's a a pain in the ass to tame, but we'll make her wash it before Thursday. Yeah, we'll make her use it. Happy birthday, Liv. We'll be inserting this right now, right? So here's our friend Liv. <laughs> Hi, guys. Liv has purchased a Dyson Airwrap. How Is much it... did you buy it for? I bought it for 600 because I oh. got a really good discount through work. It's normally 800 799 Oh, wow. Okay, that is yeah, incredible. Discount. Where, Where did you get it from? Um, I got it through the Dyson website. Mm. Yes. And what so made I... you want to buy it? Look, I... <laughs> Tell us about your hair. (laughs) I'm a big consumer. My hair is super thick. That's an understatement. Yeah. I have four heads of hair on her head. Yeah. I have a lot of hair and it's very coarse and curly. It takes a long time. So for context, usually I will... Ash's phone is vibrating. <laughs> Just for context, there's like three audience members who are keen listeners listening to the podcast live and being like, this is the best day of our lives. <laughs> three in a foster dog. All bases covered, life party. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's our first live show. <laughs> um, context, how long take, does it take you to do your hair? Oh, so it takes me probably like 40 minutes to blow dry it like straight Mm -hmm. and that's not like I can't go out like that then I have to flat iron it oh my god and then if I want to curl it then I'll curl it after that so if I want to curl it, it's like a three-step process and I have to do it over like two days because if I do it the first day it falls out and Mm -hmm. how often do you have to wash your hair given the circumstances (laughs) (laughs) I wash it once a week okay yeah that seems fair yeah so I've seen the (laughs) day So I'd seen the air app on social media and everyone using it and, mm. you know, it's always been, like, in the back of my mind and then, I don't know, you know, you see a few posts and mm-hmm. triggers and I'm a big consumer, so... I feel ya. You know, and then my... I'm probably going to buy work, it because you're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I buy everything that you guys say, so it's probably fair. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, my work had the discount and so I was like, well... I'll go for it. Um, Dyson have their like forty-five day oh, trial thing. So if you don't like it, yeah. If you don't like it after forty-five days, you can send it back. So I thought nothing to lose. I wonder what the hoops are like that you have to jump through if you did decide that you wanted to send it back. I know people who have done the return through Dyson, and I think it's been fine. But okay. we'll see. Tell us when did you use it? Yesterday. So when I first got it, I I used it on my sister because she had just washed her hair. Same hair as you? No, her hair is. Still thick, but less coarse and curly. Mm-hmm. Probably not as thick, but it's also extremely damaged from bleach. Ah, 
and it was super quick on her, like 15 minutes. Wow. Um, and that was me doing it. Was that drying to a curl or was that drying to straight or? That was using the large barrel, which yeah. is like a curl, but it's more like a loose blow wave yeah. style nice. curl. But I did it in like really large sections. So it kind of didn't really last oh, that well. well. Yeah. And then I used it last night. It did take a little bit to kind of get the hang of mm. using it. Like when I was doing the top section, it was a lot better than the bottom. Mm. Um, but it took me about 45 minutes to get like a blow wave curl kind of look, mm-hmm. which is a big improvement on Well, that cuts almost your time in half, really, yeah. if you're not having to do that second step again. Yeah. I think it looks like rich girl blow wave. It does. Out of interest, you were using the large barrel, were you? Yes. And is your hair like a good length for that or was it airing on like a little bit long or... Um, I think my hair was like good length. Okay. I don't think it was too long. Because you've so got have two boob, boob length hair. Yeah. yeah, like bottom of boob. Mermaid yeah. length, covers the boob. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I used the brush a little bit, like the brush attachment to do the roots at the top of my hair oh, and you really they turned that, out pretty well. So I think if I use it to straighten, it would work quite well, but I haven't tried it yet. Interesting. Okay. I, we need a follow-up. Yes. I will. And it comes with lots of different attachments. So yes. So it depends on what kind of style When do you, you need like. to return it by if you're going to return it? Are you going to return it? Like, realistically, no, it sounds like you like it. it. Yeah. 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 Do you think it's worth the money? I think that's the most important question to finish I on. I think it is, because even before I bought it, I justified it by saying, if this can... Do my hair as well as going to, the, some. <laughs> going to the hairdresser, which I would do on a special occasion to get my hair done. That's for me and my amount of hair costs about a hundred dollars, and that's just five trips to the six trips to the hairdresser. Yeah, realistically, you're still going to go to the hairdresser for special occasions. Mm. Maybe not as many, yeah, but maybe for the extra special occasions. Yeah, but that's fair. Yeah. I mean, is there much that you could do to avoid that? Probably not. Yeah, hmm. I like it. Thanks for joining, Liv. Thanks for having me. Thanks for sliding into our wardrobe. (laughs) Thanks, Henry. Thanks, guests. Thanks, live audience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back to the pod. Cool. Um, Also, makeup brush recommendations. I have many. Yes? I didn't know this is a Laquo, but I put it in my favourites, and then when Uh, we were talking about Japan, I was thinking of brushes. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Is it your Hakuhodo? Don't rush me. <laughs> this could probably be a whole segment, and I think that we'll break... Well, I actually think maybe we could do a whole episode on our favourite brushes for what purpose, what shapes. I think I need to spend a lot more money on brushes before we do that episode. No, because you can be the cheap girl. I'm sick of being the cheap girl. <laughs> okay, what does she ask? Um, but yeah, she wants to know if we have any makeup brush recommendations. I don't have any for you right now, but I did want Adrian to expedite some brushes from Smith Cosmetics for me for my birthday or Christmas, which I don't think has happened, but definitely buy some Smith Cosmetics brushes. They just look great. The, they've got innovative shapes. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they have thought about the makeup artist. They're not just spitting out some shit that you're buying from Priceline. Yeah. Like, mm, I love everything about them and I've never even touched one. Maybe I've touched you yours. Touched mine. Yeah. Um, I second that. So Smith Cosmetics have taken the shapes that you see in the brushes that are very famous, like your MAC 217, the original, rest in peace, that's now synthetic and shit. Um, but that kind of blending brush shape... They've made bigger ones, smaller ones, so that you can do little petite crease work or mm. bigger fluffy blending. They've tapered some of them. The handles of them are like a brush, like a paintbrush handle, so they feel good in the hand. I use those And even, like, they've got interesting shaped bristles for, like, angled crease brushes and yeah. 
fucking everything. Like their lip <sighs> brushes are actually like yeah. good size lip brushes. Yes, and... you can get bigger lip brushes. I think they have a square lip brush potentially, which yep. is hard to find. Their angled liner brushes one of the only one I use is that and then there's another one which yep. is from a brand that I'm about to talk about but they do a really tiny angled liner brush mm. um, yeah really great and also they're not exorbitant they're about ish MAC prices for brushes yep and but the except shipping, you have to shipping. Yeah, yeah but I don't I remember just not being super overwhelmed by it like it wasn't too bad mm-hmm. but I don't think you can buy them anywhere other than on their the website. website yeah you're yeah. right and they're often out of stock as well yes mm, so you have to get them when they've just restocked basically yeah alright thank you Freya oh no. Freya has another question don't what? stop there why don't just tell her to buy Smith oh, so oh my god sorry. this is so there's so many more things on this okay carry on if you want to go bougie um, I have this weird thing with brushes where I will absolutely tolerate like a $2 brush and I'll tolerate a $200 brush. Mm. Like, see, I think that it's, I'm very particular about the brushes that I like. No, so am I. I won't tolerate a $2 brush. I'm being dramatic there. But there's some cheap brushes that I think are really good. Like mm. Real Techniques brushes yeah. are great. Yeah. They're so good. You can I've get them from Priceline, but real... they're not super, super cheap. I've had my Real Techniques brush set since we met Lisa. And they are still going strong. That being said, I probably need to actually replace my foundation and my concealer brush now. The um, bristles are just starting to get a little bit loose. That being said, I've washed them like 10 million times. Sure you have. I actually have. (laughs) They've started to get a bit split-endy, which which to me means they're done, especially with a synthetic brush. Yeah. They don't stay as soft as they once start, Mm. like a higher quality synthetic bristle, but then they also have their powder blue brushes which are really yeah. high quality synthetic cheap but i quite like the zoeva brushes oh, not, not cheap not though. cheap but they're, they're definitely on the yeah on the yeah. cheaper end of the brush spectrum and they've got they're about same with smith yeah oh yeah. you think i think so i re- i remember their eye brushes are about 15 to 20 mm. i would say for like their eyeshadow brushes and stuff i've got three of their blending brushes um i've got their eyebrow brush i've got their blush brush and i use them pretty regularly i like them other so, sorry, that's cheap. If we're talking bougie. Mm. Hourglass. Hourglass. Synthetic. Especially for your synthetic. base brushes. So yeah. good. Do people know that you want synthetic brushes for things that you're using with liquids or creams? And for powders, you can use synthetic or natural hair, but natural hair give you a bit of a better blend. They kind yeah. of pick up a lighter hand of product. Um, so, yeah, Hourglass is beautiful. I love their number. I think it's eight. Or is it nine? Short, stubby, buffing nine. brush. The Vanish Foundation brush is also great for yep. people that want more full coverage. Um, Wayne Goss brushes are incredible. Now, Wayne Goss... Do you own some of them? Yeah. Mm. Wayne Goss goes in the luxury category because they're of that really nice Japanese quality hair, like your Ray Morris brushes, your Hakuhodo brushes. However, they're less expensive. Mm. He's got white bristles and black bristles. I think the black ones are more expensive and really soft. The white ones are like a little less soft, but I like I like those. Yeah, yep. I've got some face brushes and eye brushes from him. Mm. Innovative shapes, nice small brushes, cute tapers, love. And I also have Hakuhodo yep. brushes. I have a couple of Hakuhodo I went into well. the store when I was in Japan. Oh my God, I spent so long in it. It was the best and you can get different length handles. Oh. It's like a proper like art shop. That's the one thing Beautiful. I don't love about my two Hakuhodo brushes that I have is that they both have shortish handles, mm. but they um, they came from a department store in Singapore. So I they did, obviously didn't have the range. Yeah. So I just got the ones that I didn't sort of already have in my collection. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, even if you're not super, super, super into beauty, like crazy, I'd recommend if you're in Japan Googling for some of the flagship stores for mm. Hakuhodo and just going in and having a look and maybe just buying yourself or someone that you know that loves brushes, just like a one fancy brush. They've got great blending brushes. Some of them are exorbitant. I think they're blackhead bristles are exorbitant and the white ones are a little bit less expensive. Yeah. Like I looked at a powder brush and I think it was $200. Whoa. So I bought the white version of it instead. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Ray Morris. Yeah, Ray um, Morris is beautiful. Good brushes. And also Innovative shapes. Surratt. And Surratt, of course. Um, my only issue with those ones that we just men- mentioned, the really expensive Japanese bristles where they literally like hand brush the like... Ponies. No. What is the hair? It's not a possum, but I can't think of what it is. Anyway, they literally like hand brush the tails of things. Like, wow. Yeah, they don't like. They're Pull not. Like, they don't pluck them. Yeah, and they're right. not like dead. I don't think. Like they literally gather each individual hair. Wow. Anyway, they're almost so soft that you can't move the product. So sometimes you just need mm. to have those as your clean one just to blend over the top. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah. Interesting. So that's why I like the white versions over the black versions of those ones sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's it for brushes. Morphe. Morphe's good, but they uh, do shed a shit ton. I have a couple of really nice Morphe brushes. Actually, I've mm-hmm. bought them in... Actually, I might have bought them from, from the Morphe website. There's like an angled cheek brush mm-hmm. um, that I like to use for my bronzer. Beautiful. Never shed a day in its life. Oh, Literally has not dropped one bristle. Has a beautiful long handle. I really like it. But that being said, I have other Morphe, Morphe brushes that I would literally throw in the bin if I had the opportunity yeah, to. Yeah, they're a bit inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Yeah. And when you go on the Morphe website and you actually look at the brushes, you can't tell what's good and what's shit. It's very overwhelming. And some mm. of them have nice, heavy, sturdy handles and other ones have shitty handles. Like, it's a Models Preferred Priceline brush. Like I think they have more luxe and, like, artist level and they're not and, like, pro. But, like, just stop. Mm. Simplify your range and only have the good ones. It's too overwhelming. Freya also wants to know what our best dry shampoos are Mm. and effective professional face treatments. Also, she wants to know what our Instagram handles are, but I've already told her that. (laughs) Um, Please don't. No, what? please do. I was going to say, please don't look at my makeup Instagram, but I keep saying that. I'm just not very up to date, okay? Look at it. Um, best dry shampoos. I have quite an opinion on this. So do I. Only because I have recently been using... Um, oh God, I've recently changed dry shampoos too, and have I hate you? it. It's like, um, I can't remember what brand it is, but you just buy it at Coles, and it's in a creamish coloured bottle, and it's got chlorine? green writing on it. No, it's not chlorine, and it's not Batiste. It's... Um, 
I'm going to have to look it up. Well, while you look it up, I'm going to go on a rant. Yeah. I have been a long, long, long time user of Bumble and Bumble Preta Powder, which is a dry shampoo. Oh, no. What are you going to say? Because I was going to talk about that. No, it's awesome. I oh, love it. Thank God. Um, my little hole got blocked on the top. Yeah. And Stick a pin in it. Yeah, I don't know. It just keeps happening. And also, I only ever buy the mini size of it, and it still lasts me like two years. Do you and know I use it every day. Why I think that's happened? Because it's got humidity in it, so your powders have got your powders oh, like thickened up in there. Mm. Mm. I'll just find you one. But yes, Prada powder, Bumble and Bumble is great, and the unsung hero of the world. And if you buy a full size mm. bottle, it's only like what thirty to forty five dollars. Maybe it literally would last you four years. I'm a, not being a thousand dramatic. percent not being dramatic at all, and it doesn't it doesn't leave your hair white. It has no. a little bit of a texturizing vibe to it to give you a yep. bit more volume if that's what you want in your life. Yep. And it smells nice. And you can do the little yes, you can into puff your it. roots. Anyway, so that was clogged and I was at Coles and I bought some Batiste because Batiste used to be my old mm. faithful. And I was like, oh, I remember that I liked that it smelt nice because mm. when I get sweaty runner's hair and I put um, the Preta powder in, it doesn't really have a scent to mask it. Yeah. Anyway, I hate it. I've had the illusion of like dandruff and I don't know whether it is drying my scalp out to the point that I'm getting dandruff or if it's just giving me clumpies or a little from column A and B. This is exactly what I was going to talk about. So the one that I've been using is the Tony and Guy dry shampoo. I must have bought it because it was on sale or something. I've had the worst dandruff just above my ears in that like front Mm. bit of my hair ever Ever. It looks like I've been sunburnt on my scalp there and I'm getting Ew. massive flakes. I'm getting like and, that lice And itch so much, yeah, so much congestion in that area and basically all over my head. And I was like, why is this happening? And I realized it's that freaking dry shampoo. I also think Cheap. I've had hectic product buildup as Me a too. result, which I never get when I use product Same. So my moral of this story is buy a more expensive dry shampoo. And because also, Batiste lasts me like a week and it's an aerosol which ruins the environment. Yes. You're going to go through one Preta powder literally every five years. That shit might have eventually started to degrade by then. (laughs) No, I don't even think it can. Yeah, I don't know. It never will. No. So, yes, definitely, like, spend money on a more expensive one. The Kristen S one that I bought from Priceline never had this issue with build-up, so I still recommend that. I've also heard really great things about the... Um, it's not Orbe, it's the other brand that they sell at Sephora that Desi Perkins loves, Way, The Way um, dry shampoo, but you actually, it's almost like it goes in wet and then it dries. Oh, it's the foam. The yeah, foam. I've really wanted to try that. I've heard really great things about that as well. I've also heard fabulous things about the Living Proof oh, um, dry shampoo. Oh, i that. I, it's, I think it's in the aerosol can and it says, like, actually cleans your hair. Mm. And I think... The Briogeo, I've seen influencers say that like it actually feels like it cleans your hair. Yeah. I wouldn't say Bumble and Bumble cleans your hair no, at it, all. Like, it's it just like a dry shampoo. Yeah. It um, absorbs the oil. Yeah, but it can give your hair that kind of heavy-ish, dirty feeling, which I like. I use it on clean hair, day yeah. one hair. But yeah. Preta powder, we both recommend. Yeah. Alicia wants to know, can serums be mixed together or is it better to pat them on one at a time? And if so... What order should we be patting our serums oh on in? Okay, we do have a lot to get through. Yeah. One, don't pat it. Just rub it in nicely. Yeah. If you're patting, it's probably because you don't want them to ball and you're probably doing too many silicone serums over the top of each other. Mm. Yes, you can mix them together, drunk elephant style. That's how they recommend it. I wouldn't because they're made to work in a certain way and by mixing them, you're changing the formula. Mm. So I just wouldn't. 
And in terms of layering... Unless you're adding a booster to a serum. Yeah. In which case, carry on. Yeah, but I still feel like boosters are just serums with fancier names and smaller packaging and more expensive price tags. Probably, yeah, probably right. I don't know. I would say, as a general rule, think about texture, lightest to heaviest, Mm -hmm. obs. I say oils are different to serums, but if you're including oil in serum step, oil is always after more serum-y serums. Yeah. And you can either do it underneath or over your moisturiser. There's a full debate on that. It just depends. Yeah. And when we say lightest to heaviest, go from the whatever absorbs or feel like it gets sunk into your skin faster. If it leaves more residue on the skin, that's a more heavy product as opposed to something that just gets drunk right up. Yeah. The, like, thinnest. Yeah. Um, So do thin to heavy. If you're still confused because you've got a couple of different ingredients, always do hyaluronic based first i do and then i do something over the top yeah unless you're using a serum that has exfoliating properties in which that one goes first because you can almost group that as like a toner slash serum step. i agree i always think that if i'm putting on a serum that has like a bha in it i always want to put that on first because i don't want the bha then like penetrating whatever other serum or product i put on after that yeah it's just weird and you want to have fresh exfoliated skin for the rest of the serum to yeah, go into. true. Also that. Also with retinol, you kind of want to put that on first. Because it's active. Unless you're trying to buff your retinol, in which you'd put it on after. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. That's a bit confusing. So overwhelming. It really depends. You can always message us if you've got a weird cocktail of multiple serums that you need to use. Yeah. Um, actually, that's it. Because Fitzroy wants to know the skin procedures like microneedling, skin peels, microdermabrasion, that kind of stuff. But I want to do a whole episode on this in the new year. Yep. Great. Dang. These products are so good. Lisa, tell me what your favorite product of the week is and then your favorite products, product or products of this year. But not too many. Let's keep it under three. Oh, did you buy... What? Is your product in a hat? Yeah, it's in a hat. <laughs> <gasps> you bought the ghost palette. No, it's not the ghost palette. It's not the ghost palette. It's an it's, hourglass with a rabbit on it? Yeah, it's the unlocked. The rabbit means that it's um, vegan. And I think they have something to do with the non-human rights project as well. Oh, wow. No, this is ghost. Oh, yeah, ghost it's unlocked. It's ghost, but it's unlocked. Oh, interesting. The other one is the ghost ambient edit, which has been out for a while. This one came out more recently. It was the last drop for Mecca Holiday and it was an exclusive to Selfridges overseas. So this is like their more limited one. Same one as last year. For people that can't see what we're looking at, Hourglass released last year um, the marbled palette, but Mm. then they also released the one where they've got solid pans, which... This is the most beautiful blush ever. It looks exactly like luster. Yes. It's metallic strobe powder and champagne strobe light. That doesn't seem right. It's bronzer... No, it's blush, nude glow. Nude glow. It's beautiful. It is gorgeous. And so this palette I have been using... Oh, I've changed my makeup kind of since. But I've been using it on my face and eyes. So there's two ambient setting powders Mm -hmm. up the top. There's a bronzer, which is decently dark. Yeah. So the other edit was more for fair skins. This you could use for more of a medium skin tone. I accidentally took myself a bit too dark with that bronzer. The blush is kind of light, but I feel like if you were super deep, you could use that as a really pretty highlighter. Mm. And then that rosy tone would still work on a deeper skin tone. That I've been using as an eyeshadow, which I love, along with the bronzer and that other blush. Love. Pretty. And this highlighter... I've even been using it. It's a powder highlighter and it does make me look a little crepey, but I just love it. It's so beautiful. So Mm. beautiful. I bought this as a half me, half for my kit. (laughs) Sorry for the noise. 
It's very pretty. I prefer that over the ghost, the standard ghost, the yeah. original ghost. And I like the packaging. I don't, I, I like the clear edges. I think it's cute. Love. Yeah, nice. I didn't have a favourite of this week, but I do have a favourite of the year. Tell me. Tell me about your faves of the year. In fact, I have a couple. My number one fave that stood out to me in, a, like, when I think of the one product that's changed my year, which is ridiculous, it's the Chantecaille lipstick in Patience. Aww. It was the lipstick I wore for my wedding. Aww. I had it buried in a jacket pocket, and I wore that jacket on the weekend, and I pulled it back out again, and I was like, ugh. It's just such a good colour. It's so good. Such a good texture. Even screw the colour, the texture's amazing as I well. don't know who I ever thought that I was wearing a full pigment lipstick now mm. that I have these Shantakai sheer lipsticks. They're just divine. It's all about the Shantakai sheer lipstick It on makes its me own. think, am I getting old? Or colouring your whole lip in with lip pencil and then chucking that over the top. Mm. It's oh. just the texture. It's just creamy, but it's not. Balmy. Mm, it's slippy. balmy. It's beautiful. What a delight. Um, also the Ultraviolet SPF. Same. I haven't had an SPF until this year that I've loved, and I think that it's just it's game-changing, it's life-changing, I'm going to be useful forever. Thank you so much, Ultraviolet. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And on that, as we're talking about it, that was also on my list. Yeah. My this year's New Year's resolution was that I wanted to wear sunscreen every year. Oh, was it? Every year. <laughs> just once every year. <laughs> every day. And... It started off not great, but I was making conscious efforts to do it. Yep. And it's finished off. I am doing it. And the ultraviolet sunscreen made me do it. So, yay. Awesome. Also, I have the Nude Sticks blush in Sweet Peach Peony, which is um, their cream blush that I bought earlier this year. Love. I do love that. Mm. And the non-beauty fave that I have of the year is the TV show Younger. Oh, <laughs> non-beauty fave. Sorry. Yeah, this shook things up a little. My beauty discovery of this year is Laura Mercier Tinted Moisturiser. Ooh. Because Laura Mercier came back into the market. Like, yes. went and came back this year. Also, Laura Mercier Ginger... And that's my holy grail at the moment. Yep. I'm still using old formula. I will accept new formula, but I'm going to finish my old one first. Laura Mercier Ginger Blush mm-hmm. is the only blush that's rivaling Hourglass Dim Infusion. Mm. And Hourglass Dim Infusion, when they made it vegan, the colour slightly changed. Mm. Slightly less peachy, a tiny bit more pink. So I don't feel like I like ginger more but I still don't get if Laura Mercier is cruelty free I feel like it's not and so they're my favourites ultraviolet Laura Mercier Laura Mercier love that oh I also had some brushes and I just wrote Japan um Smith brushes I discovered this year and Hakuhoto brushes yep and Wayne Goss brushes actually which we just touched on all of those have changed my makeup game amazing great recommendations thank you do you have a goal for next year in the spirit of the new year and wrapping up for Christmas yes what is it? That's what just came to me. My goal for next year <laughs> is, is to... to... <laughs> <laughs> Don't! You, I'm worried you think you're going to say the same thing as me, but it's just to only... <laughs> Is that uh, just a generic one? To only use cruelty-free cruelty free. products. Yeah, fair. No, that's fair. Yeah, that's my beauty news resolution. I also have... I put a question mark. Eat less sugar for your skin. Because eating less sugar for my chronic cellulite and also health has not worked. So, um, do it for the skin. I was thinking for the skin, probably won't happen. It's an addiction. Mine are two goals that are combined into one, which is to stress less and to be more grateful. Mm. I feel like, like I sat in bed last night with Adrian. Was it last night or the night before? And I was like, I'm just really overwhelmed and I feel like everything sucks and like I just don't know. Like I felt really unsettled. And he was like, You need to stop. 
and think about the fact that you're happy that you've got me, you're happy that you're married, you're happy you've got a dog, you're happy you've done X, Y, and Z. Like, you just stop and smell the roses a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, you're right, I do. And also he was like, because, oh, it's because I thought I was getting old. Mm. I was like, I'm about to turn 27 and I feel like I'm now in my late 20s. Yep. And all of a sudden I've gone from being 20 or like 19 and now I'm almost 30. Yeah. In the blink of an eye. Which is basically 40, which is 50, which is 60, which, which is, is dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank that's you for catastrophizing I, with me. That's how I felt. Yeah. Um, and Adrian was like, you're in the prime of your life. Like, stop. Mm. He's like, you need to stress less now because he said the next, this next year or so is going to be the least stressful year of your life where you've, you know, you've finished buying a house, you've finished being married and you don't have a kid yet. Mm. So just like embrace this fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you're actually really right. I need to be really thankful because it'll be like when we were in university and we were like, life is so hard. No, it wasn't. Shut up, idiot. Yeah, but that's exactly right. A couple of assignments due on the same day. Shut yes, up. but at the I don't time. I think I found that that's stressful. At the time I was like, the world is ending. I'm in year 12. The world is ending. I'm in university. And now it's like. Oh, I hate those people. Yeah, no, that's me. Yeah. I stress Don't over nothing. So that. anyway, that's my goal for the year. I've previously been very good at keeping my goals. My last goal was, which everyone's going to laugh at, um, don't stress so much about the wedding. You gave yourself Crohn's. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll do better next year. Disease. Better luck fine. next year. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, that's my goal for the year. I'd like to know everybody else's. Please tell me yours so that I can maybe find something more insightful in my life. I don't really have one. But do you know what, reflecting on this year, that is a positive thing that I've noticed, is that I feel like I found my purpose this year. I started fostering on the 30th of November last year. Oh, wow. And I always, like, when people were like, oh, what do you want to do with your life? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to do a job, like, speech pathologist or a nurse or an OT. And I was like, I want to help people. And then I was like, oh, this is kind of depressing and, like, boring. And, like, fuck, I love beauty. That shit's way better. Mm. And then I was like, oh, but I always wanted that, like, in my head I identified so much with being a speech pathologist because it was, like, a health professional. It was, like, an educated professional that helps people. And, like, that felt like part mm. of my identity. And, like, me being like, oh, I love, like, beauty and, like, skincare. Yeah. was, like, not part a of my... thing. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, no, fuck it. Do what you love. So this year I quit my, like, reduced my speech hours um, doing speech work that I enjoy and not doing speech work that I don't enjoy, upped my makeup hours, upped my freelance, have done better with my freelance, had lots of weddings, had lots of commercial stuff, and have started fostering dogs, which fulfills my need to give back. And the best thing is I don't have to do it with shitty bratty humans. I can do it with fluffs. Yeah. And also you started a podcast. And I started a podcast passion project because everyone tells me I don't have hobbies and now I do. Yeah, suck on that. I'm so and makeup is a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. And now when I'm at a party when people say, what do you enjoy doing? Not that I ever go to parties or I ever get asked questions, but now I can say I have a podcast. I also get embarrassed to tell people that I have a podcast. Yeah. And do you know what's the most mortifying thing you can do? What? <laughs> have someone ask you, what are you doing for the rest of the day? And maybe like, I'm editing my podcast that's really bad and who asked you? Mm. <laughs> Michelle from Shameless who has the best podcast in the world, I was like, "Oh, but please don't look at it or listen to it because it's really." <laughs> please don't follow me on Instagram. We please lo- just pretend like this never. We happened. love our podcast, but like, I mean, we're very small and cute, aren't we? But that's okay. Um, so yeah, my mm. goal this year was to do, I guess, more of what you love, and I have 
been very happy I think happy you've definitely so. done that. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to know from you guys what your beauty oh recommendations my God, or more. snack recommendations or any recommendation that you wanted to share with us was for this year so that we can share them with everybody else. My first one and my favorite one that we got was from someone who I've never seen before called Tonic Water 33. <laughs> Did you know tonic water is apparently as bad for you as lemonade and it's not the same as soda water? Yeah, it's got sugar in it, I believe. But it tastes so bitter. I know. That rocked my world. Me too. You can buy diet tonic water that has no sugar in it or like less it's sugar. It's just fucking soda know. water, isn't it then? But it doesn't no. taste bitter. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, fucking no. Sorry. Anyway, her recommendations were the new, were the, not new, were the Derma E products from Priceline. And I have a lot to say about this because when I was being a Povo beauty lover. Don't say Povo like that. When well, I was being be more grateful. When I was being a thrifty beauty lover, <laughs> I went to Priceline and I looked I stood in the in the skincare aisle for so long and I looked at all of the serums and the Derma E ingredients are actually really nice and I was buying the hyaluronic hydrating serum from Derma E and the uh, brightening vitamin C serum from Derma E for quite some time and Adrian really liked them too. They're really affordable. They've actually re- repackaged recently. So they used to look like QV. They used to look like one of those Cetaphil kind of yeah. brands and they've repackaged and they look, I mean, they don't look luxe. But I look almost, nice. I almost wish that they looked more basic. This mm. to me looks like a bit try hardy, almost a bit like Avon-y. Yeah, it is a, a bit, bit like, um, but the ingredients are lovely. Okay. What did she recommend? Comes with a little spatula for the cream, which yep. is cute. That's quite toucher-esque. <laughs> She's got the Derma E vitamin C instant radius citrus facial peel. Wow. And oh, face peel. hydrating clay mask with hyaluronic acid. A hydrating clay mask is a niche thing to find. She said about it that best drugstore face masks, $20 from Priceline, way better than the Sunday Riley holiday, holiday pack that I dropped $100 on. So wow. there you go. You heard it right here from the cat's mouth. Okay. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it is. The cat's mouth? The cat's pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else? Another recommendation that we got was. Oh my goodness. So Freya went OTT. She was obviously bored at work Freya, today. Freya! <laughs> do your damn job, Freya. She said <laughs> that her skin's become... Oh no, it used to be quite dry, but it's gotten more combination slash dehydrated since she started... Since she came off the pill. Feels. Upside down smiley face. Feels. Um, her faves are the DHC Deep Clean Cleansing Oil. Not sure what that is. I do. Living Proof Dry Shampoo. There you go. You've heard it here yeah. twice. SPF Ultraviolet, duh. Lip colour, she said Clinique Chubby Stick was her fave in the shade Fuller Fig. Oh, yeah. Um, the fudge or the Christopher Robin face mask for, I mean... Christopher Robin. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Christopher. Christoph. Oh, really? Christopher Robin I is know. Pooh's best friend. <laughs> I know. It looks like it says Christopher and the last name is Robin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Oh, ultraviolet, blah, 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 blah. No, don't blah, blah. Keep going. Face mask, touch of dewy skin. Yes, that's been our favourite as well. Twice. Olaplex hair treatment. Estee Lauder double wear light. Yep. Is that a thing? Yeah. She loves that. And her blush, bronzer and highlighter, she said, at the moment I'm loving the Hourglass Ambient Lighting Ghost Compact. 
Mm. There you go. That's quite recent though, Freya. So don't, you know, is there a bit of a recency effect happening there? Possibly. And that was my main concern with picking my favourites of the year because there are lots of things that I've started loving recently, but I just know that I'll get sick of them as I do everything else. Yeah, it's same when you vote for Triple J Hottest 100. It's just like songs released in November for me because I can't remember anything Me too! It. It's yeah. like, what was the number one song of this year? Obviously it was Lizzo Good As Hell. Nothing else came out this year, did it? Did that even come out this year? Yes. Okay, I thought that was old. No, we were watching it with the podcast. Yeah, I know, but did it come out this year? Oh, maybe not. Maybe yeah. it just got good this year. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Great. And Tara said that her favourite product of the year is the Youth to the People Adaptogen Deep Moisture Cream. Youth to the People was my favourite last week. So maybe they're a brand that we to need say, to I've ex- never heard of it. No, they were my favourite last week. I had the kale and spinach yeah. peptide serum. I But I just didn't... that brand didn't stick in my head. Yeah, she also likes their superfood cleanser and she said it's her favourite second cleanser. It leaves you perfectly clean without feeling stripped. I love that we have people that comment and say things like second cleanser and they just know what we're talking about. Mm. It just makes me happy. Makes me so happy. I'm sick of talking to the beauty illiterate. <laughs> Lilia said that her fave is a snack fave. It's the Cole Scoop and Whey chai covered almonds. She said pro-enlightened tip, freeze them. <laughs> she said, my year-long beauty fave is the Bare Minerals Complexion Rescue Stick, which hey. I've never tried, but I think that I might like. Yeah. I do love Complexion Rescue. And you do love a stick. And I love a stick. Not uh, all sticks. No. Anastasia Beverly Hills stick, do not like. Too dry and crusty. Yeah. Do not buy. I've tried it. <laughs> yes. And it looked really nice on me for a couple of hours, and then it all started to move and slide around mm. because it's heavier she said, than I wear. Mm. But... I didn't apply it on myself. The makeup artist put it on me. Okay. And I also had really dry skin at the time. I'm maybe slightly less dry now because I think it was the depths of winter. Mm. And it's also, it was, yeah, more coverage than I'd wear. So maybe if I'd applied it myself in my current skin, I might like it. Yeah. Also, the, oh, she said, sorry, it got her through a 5.30 a.m. start and through a 12-hour day. So she thinks it lasts really well. Yeah. There's also, I really like them to contour with. The, I can't remember the shade. I think mm. it might be like 10 or something. There's a really good, like, cool tone brown for, like, a light to medium skin tone that's a perfect contour shade. And they have good shades for darker skins as well. There you go. Thank you for that. Erica wants to know where we go to get our lips done, which we've already answered. It's the Eltham Cosmetic Clinic. And we see Amy. You've never had your lips done, but yes. I have not, but I will pretend that I have. Yeah. I've got none left. Just FYI, if you're looking and being like, they don't look that great. Yeah. And I think that's it. I think that's all of the recommendations that we got. Yay. Which didn't feel like very many. Give us more. We'll talk about them We'll share them on the story. Oh, yeah. We can share them on our stories. What kind of sorcery is this? Our final thing that we wanted to talk about. Oh, my God. We haven't finished yet. I thought we finished like five times. Our product trial of the week. And then we're done. We tried the anti-aging eye primer. I think we should wait till Loz was here and just try it for longer. What do you think? Oh. I hate it so much. I never <laughs> want to use it again. <laughs> There's no way in hell Loz is going to like it. Don't tell me that you liked it. You didn't. You can't have. Okay, fine. Let's talk about it now. I guess we're just going through this. Let's just call Lauren and say what were your thoughts. Okay. She'll be in a bloody meeting. So the reason we were trying this product was because a girl from work was like, oh, I know you're after a primer that's cruelty-free I and also it. the NARS one's been changed. Who was it? <laughs> Neve. She sucks. Neve, <laughs> we're mad. Um, she was like, so she bought one. I think she tried the By Terry primer, and she was like, "I bought a like I bought a bougie primer because I was like, it must work." And she was like, it creased before I even like left the house. Absolute disaster. She got hooded eyes. She's really creasy, and quite. She weepy. clearly doesn't have oily eyelids though. She does. She does. So then, 
I was like, I don't know, try the MDK anti-aging one. You can use that one all around the eye. Seems good. She bought it. She fell asleep after the work Christmas party and said that her makeup was still on the next day. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm buying it. It creased on me. But it creased, but my makeup didn't dissolve into the crease. Like, if I spread my lid open, you could see that there was creases in there, but the eyeshadow did stay glued to my eye. It was the best eye primer other than the NARS that I've tried, but it still was not good. I couldn't hate it anymore. I honestly, I tried it under my foundation. I tried it under my concealer. I tried it over my foundation. I tried it over my concealer. Why are you doing foundation on your eyelids? Because I have very pale skin and very veiny eyelids. Don't judge me. No wonder it creases. You've got so many layers, rookie error. Anyway, I tried it every which way. It creased like a mother bitch. How's mine right now? Faded, but not necessarily that creasy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just not good. Okay. I don't like it. I never want to see it again. I want to throw it in the bin. Hello, we're just recording one last bit. What's your thoughts on the Urban Decay uh, anti-aging eye primer? Um, I'm torn. I like it, but it still doesn't stop the creases on my eyes. But to be fair, absolutely nothing does. Except for NARS. But that's dead now. So Except for the old school NARS, which is still dead now. I so. just don't understand how no one has bought out an eyeshadow primer that can rival the original NARS. Where the fuck are they? Also, why are there just so many eye primers that just don't fucking work? Like, I know. Why are people complaining about this? No wonder people don't use eye primer because it doesn't work. Legit. I'm kind of like, do I? Do we just have like ridiculously oily? We eyes? can't. Are we we just cannot. The only people in the world. How have we found each other if we're the only three people in the world with oily eyelids? I'm thinking that maybe we need to go like fully off the like Australian market and buy like a Japanese or a Korean like branded random something Mm. because you know how every like how you'll get Asian girls be like no eyeliner works on me everything prints I have to buy my eyeliner from Japan Mm. we have to be like we have to buy our eye primer from Japan maybe we need P. Louise maybe we do I don't think P. Louise I like know in my gut that P. Louise won't work let's do a pod the one with the um the colored yeah, it's got a yes, tint that you to can it. buy from Morphe. Buy it, try it, but I think that we have to sadly book tickets to Japan and find an eye primer. I'm so sad about it. What a really sad thing to do, which <laughs> I've been trying to get both of you to do for such a long time now. <laughs> it's happening you only because even, of the primer, not because you, you can't even us. get time off to record a podcast. We're certainly not going to Japan. Okay, all right. Also, say goodbye and happy new year to all of the people. Oh my god, this is so sad that I'm not there for this. I know. Guys, can I also just tell you quickly that I bought gingerbread extra spicy today and I'm so excited about it. Oh, yay, that's fun. And I love that bottom right colour, the fun greeny blue. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Midnight snack. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Nigella style. Anyway, say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Have an amazing New Year's and Christmas. Can't wait to see you in the new year. New year, new me. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, bye. All right, see you, Loz. Can we finally wrap up? Because I've thought we've been done so many times. We're fucking done. We are the best. We've done 25 episodes in 25 weeks. We've smashed it out. Look at us go. We've committed to a hobby. Here we are. We have 400 fans. Friends? Friends. Friends. (laughs) You're all our friends. Tell us how much you miss Loz on a scale of 1 to 10, because we've cooked it. Uh, 85. <laughs> 85 out of 10. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Have, oh, no, we can't. We can do our see you next year, but oh maybe also goodness. not. Merry Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas. Merry Christmas, car, if you are not of the Christmas variety. Yep. Merry, Merry non-denominational December. Yes. 
We love you all. Thank you for Have supporting a nice us. Holiday break. We won't come back unless you flood our DMs with how much you miss us. Thank you please, very much. Yeah, please tell us that you like us. I need it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we need so much validation in our lives. Okay. okay. Goodbye. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.